0: I'm Morgan Rector, host of the Human Monsters True Crime Podcast. Do you find life boring within the comfort zone? This is the right show for you. It will test your endurance. The offenders profiled are among the most inhumane. These people specialize in the unthinkable. Human Monsters, available wherever you get your podcasts. Rex Heuermann is a demon that walks among us, a predator that ruined families. The Lisk Long Island serial killer podcast, was shocked when the news broke of Rex Heuermann's arrest. After more than a decade of searching, law enforcement officials had finally pieced together enough evidence to bring formal charges against Rex Heuermann. Initially charged with three murders, Heuermann is now officially charged with all four deaths in the Gilgo Four case. I'm your host, Chris Moss, and the Lisp podcast will be releasing new episodes with interviews and fresh insight on the case as Rex Huberman awaits trial in Long Island. While we are relieved by the arrest, the Lisp podcast team will be working hard to share new developments and perspectives as we get them. So please keep your eyes and ears out for new episodes. And if you haven't already, please listen to seasons one and two of Lisk, Long Island Serial Killer, wherever you listen to podcasts. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, February 2019 Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs to serial killers, ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts, these are the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for February 2019. Number 5. Wedding DJ Pleads Guilty on December 21, 1992, a sixth grade teacher named Christy Merrick was found dead. She was discovered inside the bedroom of a townhouse she shared with friends in East Lampeter Township, Pennsylvania. Christy was getting ready to leave for work that Monday morning. To fight the cold, she put on her coat, gloves, and gathered the gifts for her students, but she never showed up at the school. The principal, Harry Goodman, called her twice, but no one answered. Since her house was close to the school, he drove there, and that's when he found the gruesome sight. The door was slightly ajar. When he pushed it open, he could see signs of a struggle, and there was Christy lying on the floor. She had been beaten, strangled, and was naked from the waist down. There was no sign of forced entry, and the only clue was DNA left from semen found underneath her body on the carpet. Years went by without any suspects, and the case went cold. There was little to go on except for the DNA and a description of the suspect's car. For a long time, family members kept Christie's memory and brought attention to the case by creating a Facebook page and setting up a highway billboard. But for years, the case went nowhere. That is, until March of 2017 when investigators contacted Parabon NanoLabs, a very unique DNA specialist company. This lab had a technology that helped predict a person's appearance simply based on their DNA sequence. They then released images of the suspect at various ages in the Christie Merritt case. The following year, in 2018, the suspect's DNA was also uploaded to GED Match. Sites like this are open to the public where anyone can contribute their DNA. It's often used for tracing family trees and solving criminal investigations. By May of 2018, Parabomb informed investigators there was a highly significant match to the sequence that they had submitted. Investigators used this same sequence technique to track down the Golden State Killer, and eventually police narrowed down a suspect in Christie's murder named Raymond Rowe. Rowe was a former wedding DJ known locally as DJ Freeze. He was a minor celebrity in the Lancaster area and often played at parties, weddings, and in clubs. At one time, he lived just four miles from where Christie was killed. To make sure he was the right person, police placed Roe under surveillance. When he discarded a bottle and a piece of gum after a gig, police obtained it and compared the DNA to the one taken from the crime scene. It was a positive match. They then arrested Roe for homicide on June 25, 2018. For Christy Merrick's family, it was bittersweet. They're glad the killer finally got caught and they can have closure, but they still don't have the answers as to why he committed the crime that day in court roe apologized to the family and pleaded guilty to the homicide He has recently been sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole number four human trafficking suspects after an eight-month investigation florida authorities finally had enough evidence to arrest six men and a woman who are accused of conducting a human trafficking ring in st petersburg florida two boys The 16-year-old, originally from Marion County, who was reported missing for 11 months, along with another boy from Louisiana, were found inside a filthy trailer living with the suspects. The investigation began on May 19, 2018, when Louisiana police contacted authorities in St. Petersburg with information about a 17-year-old missing boy who was likely lured by suspects using a gaming app called Discord. Police believe the suspects contacted the boy and told him they could meet him close to the state lines, but they gave him instructions that he would need to get out of the car and walk over the lines, otherwise they would get a felony charge. As for the boy from Marion County, it's believed the female suspect befriended him and lured him to the trailer. When this boy left his home, it was because he had confessed that he was gay to his mother and she didn't take it well. Shortly after, his mother found a note saying not to look for him. To the suspects, Mark and Andrew Dennis, a married couple, took the boy in and came up with a whole new backstory for him. At one point, Mark even claimed that he was his own son. The boys then began living together in the trailer. Both Mark and Andrew, together with Michael Blasdell, Curtis Gruwell, J.R. Gother, Michael Schwartz and Eleanor McGlamory kept the two boys and used them as sex slaves. They lived with them in what they dubbed as their family circle. At the center of it was Mark, and he was referred to as the Grand Master, while the rest would be called the Pups. All seven suspects are currently in custody. Court documents are asking for a bond of $500,000 for each one, with an additional $100,000 for each charge brought on them. Number 3. Exiting a Black Hole Black holes typically suck everything in, so NASA scientists were baffled that for once they actually found a black hole that spewed something out. Although black holes are still a complete mystery to modern science, we gain more and more information about them each year. Black holes are known for having a strong gravitational pull where not even light can escape but scientists monitoring a black hole named MRK-355 found in the Pegasus constellation were shocked to see a light eruption at the center of the massive hole. According to researchers, they think it could be a corona, a form of high-energy x-ray beam that jets out once the black hole has engulfed too much energy. Although researchers aren't completely sure how these coronas are formed, they speculate there's two reasons. The first is that of a lamppost model where they form like a light bulb sitting above and below a black hole while it circles on its axis. The second theory speculates coronas may be larger clouds that circle around the black hole. Scientists know coronas can move extremely fast. In the observed corona in the black hole MRK 355, it traveled around 20 times faster than the speed of light. Although they still don't know how the beam of energy formed, According to Dan Wilkins of St. Mary's University in Halifax, Canada, the corona gathered inward and then launched upwards like a jet. NASA scientists are continuing to monitor other possible black holes and the various phenomena surrounding them, and more research on this particular occurrence is ongoing. Number two, comatose patient gets pregnant. Staff at a nursing care facility in Phoenix, Arizona were shocked to find out that a female patient was pregnant and about to give birth. The woman, who was 29 years old, had been in the facility, Hacienda Healthcare, for more than two decades and in a non-verbal and non-mobile state for 14 years. She has a seizure disorder and quadriplegia, so she had no way of defending herself against the sexual assault. What's baffling is that even though the patient required 24-hour-a-day assistance, the staff didn't even notice she was pregnant until she went into labor. They heard her moaning and couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. A nurse was on hand when she finally delivered the baby, but the oversight, which lasted for months, suggests there was negligence on the part of the facility. Within days of the discovery, the CEO of Hacienda Healthcare resigned. As the investigation proceeded, All the male nurses and staff were asked to submit a DNA sample to compare against the newborn. After the investigation, police arrested 36-year-old nurse Nathan Sutherland as the person responsible for raping the patient. DNA was matched, pointing to Sutherland as the father. He was arrested and charged with sexual assault and vulnerable adult abuse. Aside from the positive DNA confirmation, police also narrowed him down through good old-fashioned detective work. They discovered Sutherland was assigned to the victim the year prior she had given birth. He had been a licensed practical nurse since 2012 in Hacienda Healthcare, and in 2014, he had been assigned to a care unit handling mentally disabled patients. When Sutherland showed up in court, his bond was set at $500,000. As for the victim, she gave birth on December 29th. According to the officials, the baby was born healthy and the woman's family have taken the child into their custody, and will care for it. 1. Jamie Kloss Found Alive It was October 15, 2018, when 911 officials responded to a call from a Barron County, Wisconsin home. Although they were unable to speak to anyone, they could hear yelling in the background and sent over officers within minutes. As police reached the scene, they found James and Denise Kloss fatally shot dead inside their home. Their 13-year-old daughter, Jamie, who was believed to be with them at the time, was nowhere to be found. A full-scale investigation was launched with hundreds of people, including locals and hunters, tasked to be on the lookout for any clues as to Jamie's whereabouts. After three months, a woman walking her dog at a rural community in Gordon, Wisconsin, 70 miles north of Barron, was approached by a young girl with matted hair. She asked for help because she said she was lost. She told her, I am Jamie. The woman immediately took her to the nearest home, that of Kristen and Peter Kazinkis, and frantically knocked at the door. When they answered, they immediately let the woman in and dialed 911. They said Jamie was quiet and timid, but she did speak a little bit about what she went through, although she didn't go into details. Minutes later, the police arrived. Jamie told them about the suspect and described his vehicle. Within 10 minutes, they secured the perimeter of his house and arrested him. 21-year-old Jake Patterson was arrested for abducting and holding Jamie captive. They recovered several guns, including a shotgun, which was possibly used in the murder of Jamie's parents. Although it's still unclear what Patterson's connection is with the Klosses, he did work at the same meat shop company as James and Denise for one day but he never showed up in the succeeding ones. Jamie has said she was kept in a small cabin somewhere in the woods. Patterson would hide her when there were other people in the house or whenever he left the home. Patterson has had no criminal records, but his brother does have an extensive rap sheet, including marijuana possession and sexual assault. Authorities are still piecing together information and the details as to whether Patterson acted alone or not. Initial reports have stated and he decided to abduct Jamie after seeing her get off a bus. What's baffling is that in the months that Jamie was held captive, multiple people, including Patterson's parents, even visited the cabin. Jamie Kloss is safe and back in Barron, Wisconsin. She's been reunited with her dog, Molly, and is currently living with her aunt. Jake Patterson is charged with kidnapping, armed burglary, and intentional homicide. His bail is set at $5 million, and his court appearance is due in February of 2019. So there were the strange and scary mysteries of the month for February 2019. Every day we encounter strange and mysterious stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's still so much more to uncover. If you enjoy watching this video, then please subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell. We have new videos every Wednesday and Saturday that we know you want to check out. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you soon.